you are listening to the wild soul podcast a podcast for the wild ones join me your host queen namaste as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path from wild inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between because really who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum What up, fam? Welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast. I am your host, Queen Namaste. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things wild. Nothing is off the table. We talk about it all. And I interview amazing humans from this planet who are shifting and lifting the consciousness and the vibes. So if it is your first time, welcome to the show. I am so stoked to have you here. And if it's not, thank you for coming back. I love you. And today it's September 2nd. What in the actual shitballs? Yo, (laughs) what? 2020, man, this year has been one for the history books. That is if they don't change the history books 100 years from now. Anyways, that's besides the point. I have an amazing podcast for you today. We recorded this a few months back. However, it still rings true and I took a lot of Um, learning from this episode. And it's just really great. I have a great human on here. Her name is Darby and she will tell you her story in a bit. But basically today in this episode, we talk about starting your own business, learning to not take criticism from others and just really like dancing to the beat of your own drum, which of course, this is what this podcast is all about. So I'm super stoked for this episode. And I am so inspired by this young lady. She's only 24. She owns her own business. She owns her own house and she's got dreams and goals and she has just created her own freaking clothing brand. So if you're thinking about being an entrepreneur or wanting to learn how you can do it or just getting some inspiration, this is the podcast episode for you to tune into. Yeah. (laughs) And I just also wanted to say, if you like this podcast, if this episode resonates with you today, if you could just take a screenshot of it and share it to your social media platform and then just tag Wild Soul Podcast or tag Darby or tag me at queen.namaste. That would be super awesome whenever you're listening to this, even if it's five years down the road. So I thank you for being here and thank you for allowing me to take a little bit of a break with this podcast for a few weeks for the last couple weeks of August. Um, As you guys know, obviously there's just been a lot of world events that have gone on in the last few months of 2020 and I just really did not have the capacity to interview people and post stuff and I actually got off social media for a bit because I was like this is a lot and I'm just going to take a little break and come back to myself and you know get grounded meditate come back into my routine and now I am back and we've got fire episodes coming for you in the coming weeks also so I'm just really excited for this last half of I guess quarter of 2020 and yeah we're just gonna keep rolling with the punches I have a few announcements that I will say later um today's a full moon if you guys follow me you know what's up with the full moons I'm not doing um circle this time however stay tuned for October because October is my favorite month of the whole entire year let's just say stay tuned for October because it's going to be lit and you'll want to be in on the good stuff so do your rituals take time for you have a bath write shit down burn it meditate dance what I am calling myself to do is be present and to be here with my emotions like the new moon or sorry the full moon is in Pisces today and (laughs) I was feeling me and my roommate were feeling a little bit weird the other day we're like wow the energy is so weird and then we realized oh my god it's full moon duh and I cried a lot the other day and I was like why am I crying so much and it's because Pisces hello Pisces is a pretty emotional sign it's a water sign and it's the last one out of the zodiac so we've got all the lessons that all the other signs have learned and they are the most spiritual of the signs and if you are Pisces holla I am a Pisces moon so that is my inner world and 
yeah, says a lot about myself. So I resonate with that Pisces energy. But yeah, if you don't know, I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, but my Apple notes just suddenly disappeared like a couple days ago. I didn't delete them, but I went to go look because I usually use my notes every single day and have my life on my notes in that app and they were all gone and they're not on the cloud and they're not in my Gmail and I literally lost it. I was like, everything is so important in there. I don't know what to do. So when I got it together and this is a beautiful little lesson to stop depending on my phone so much because I've been wanting to use it less anyway. So to write shit down and... That's the lesson that I'm taking for it, and I'm just not going to put any more significance on it, and I just have to use my brain more and remember stuff. So, yeah, I had a little cry sesh the other day, so if you are feeling all different types of emotions, just know that it is normal, you are amazing, and we're here learning how to be human, so just embrace it all, my friends. Anyways, that's it. That's all. It's enough about me. If you like this podcast, again, share it to your social media. Go follow Darby. Her story is amazing. I can't wait for you guys to meet her and listen to this podcast. Have an amazing first week of September, and we will see you next week. Namaste. Darby, welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast, sister. Hi, babe. I'm so happy to be here. Um, you are such a big influence in my life. Uh, the last about five years that I've known you, um, I've just watched you grow. And I'm honestly so excited to be here and to be part of your journey. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. Thank you. Like, likewise, honestly, likewise. You have also grown so much in the past. I can't believe it's been five years. But yeah, the last five years have been the fastest, most challenging, but best years of my life. And I'm so excited to see what's, what's going to come for both of us. I know, I know. Okay. I'm so excited. Let's get right into it. I always ask my guests the first question, who are they? So who is Darby? (laughs) Okay. So who's Darby? Well, I don't even know where to begin, but uh, let's start off by uh, saying I'm a cosmetic tattoo artist. Um, I'm the owner of Beige and Nudes, which is my own clothing company. And honestly, most importantly, I'm a dog mom. Um, my dog means everything to me. And I'm the owner of the cutest, the most wrinkly bulldog in the world. His name's Moby. <laughs> He's so cute. I stalk you on the gram and I'm like, that dog is actually adorable. No, he's the cutest. He's, he's honestly my soulmate. Like, Spirit animal, 100%. We are the same person. Um, Love him. (laughs) That's so adorable. Okay, so many things I want to talk to you about. Let's go back to 2015 when I met you, and you can tell the peeps how we met and what came out of that experience for you. Okay, wow. Okay, so back in 2015, Uh, We both met at a yoga teacher training and yeah, we just hit it off. Um, But, you know, life gets in the way. We didn't really see each other too much other than teaching at the same studios. But yeah, you know, life gets in the way. We didn't hang out too, too much. And then fast forward, probably about, what, four years down the line, three years down the line. um, We happened to be in Bali at the same time. Wild. <laughs> uh, I took a yoga class and you happened to be in it. There was actually five of us that was in our training, happened to be in Bali at the exact same time. Um, we all reconnected, which is so funny that you have to reconnect after how many years, like halfway across the world. And yeah, I'm, I'm so like, I'm so happy we've reconnected and we can let our friendship blossom from here. I know that was actually so wild I couldn't believe that like yeah the five of us were there and like I mean we all live in the same city but we haven't seen each other in forever um but I want to ask you like where were you mentally um five years ago what made you want to take teacher training and how did you like teaching yoga so I definitely was a different person five years ago compared to I am now which is good um (laughs) But five years ago, I wanted to take my yoga teacher training because I loved fitness. I was a dancer my whole life. 
um, it just, it just seemed natural that I moved kind of towards like teaching because I was teaching dance for a while and yeah, it's always kind of been in my blood to either help people or coach people or be kind of a leader. So, um, I had always been into fitness, dancing, so I thought that would be the perfect avenue for me to go down. And yeah, so I love teaching. I taught for about three years, and obviously it's yoga and fitness. So it definitely took a little bit of toll on my body, I'd say, in the heat, because obviously it's hot yoga, but it mostly took a toll on my mental health, which people think is insane because they're like, wait a minute you're a yoga instructor, how would that take a toll on your mental health? Um, I just found like going through what I was going through at that stage of my life, getting up in front of everyone and having to guide somebody through a peaceful class when you yourself don't feel at peace, I found was super challenging. And then obviously when you're a yoga instructor, you're taking on everybody else's energy and you almost feel like a little bit of a counselor. Um, everybody thinks you're you know, you're their best friend and that they can come to you with anything and they look up to you in a certain kind of way. And I found that to be a little bit challenging when I was going through my own demons inside. Um, so three years of teaching, the last class I taught, I unfortunately had a terrible anxiety attack, called my boss after I taught my classes and told her that I unfortunately quit. And I just had to put myself first and yeah even though i loved teaching all my students and all you know all the members were so upset that i was i was leaving i just kind of decided that this was going to be the beginning of my journey to kind of taking care of myself for once instead of putting everybody else before me and trying to be a people pleaser because that's who i am mm. wow a lot to unpack there yeah i feel like especially as women too like we want to people please so much and we hardly ever put ourselves first so I want to commend you for being like yo there's something wrong here and I need to address it and not ignore yeah. it um you can answer it or not if you want but I was gonna ask the question like what what were you struggling with in regards to mental health like was it like self-image like being perfect like or was it just a whole bunch of like yeah because I know teaching yoga in that hot room is so mentally and physically exhausting like was it a combination or what was it so let's be totally frank it's 2020 you can talk about anything now so yeah. <laughs> my anxiety started my first time actually smoking weed which is really funny because usually weed kind of calms you down. Well, at least it does for most people. But for me, it actually set off something in my brain that, yeah. And the thing is I had a panic attack while smoking weed and it actually, um, I, I began to be scared of that feeling, right? So I would start to feel that feeling all the time. So I actually, this happened in like grade 11 or something. And I didn't actually go to school for about three months um, cause I would just, it just activated all the panic attacks in, in my daily life. So I was having panic attacks like about six times a day, um, for about three months, didn't go to school. Uh, and then I graduated from high school, started doing yoga. Honestly, it's just always been like, there's, it just seems that there isn't any actual triggers, which is weird because it's not the normal heart beating kind of anxious feeling that I feel like most people say they have when they have anxiety. Mine is like unconsciousness. So I like black out and I, yeah, my body completely shuts down. So it's not even like I can push through it. It's like, it's debilitating when I get an anxiety attack. So yeah, it wasn't really stemming from anything. Some days I'd have perfectly fine days and some days I'd wake up and just like right when I woke up in the morning, I knew it wasn't going to be a great day. So I, yeah, I tried to push through it as long as I could. And then finally, I actually decided to go to the doctor after everybody telling me that medication's terrible. Um, I tried all the natural ways. I mean, for fuck's sakes, I was a yoga instructor. Like, <laughs> I tried everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and finally, I did go on a low dosage of anxiety medication. And it 
literally within five days, it started to kick in and my life's been fine ever since. Super weird. Interesting. Like, no anxiety attacks. I do get a bit anxious, like the normal person every once in a while, but it was like, it turned out that it was pretty much just a chemical imbalance in my head. And when I felt a little bit of nervousness or anxiousness or whatever, my body would just completely shut down and I'd pretty much like pass out and black out. Wow. And definitely yeah. not good to black out in a hot room teaching in front of yeah, people. Of oh my God. No, so yeah, it, it didn't really stem, which is, I'd like to know exactly where it stemmed from. Like, I can't say it's self-image or, you know, teaching in front of a, a whole class. It, it actually, like, I never really found out where it actually did stem from or why that was going on. Um, yeah, hopefully with meditation and looking deeper into my past or whatever, which I'm trying to work on, will kind of kind of bring some things to the surface and maybe there is an underlying reason why all this stuff was happening, but, um, yeah, I'm a book in progress, right? Still trying to figure out myself. Oh yeah. We all. It's a journey too. And there's, there's always another level when you're like, oh yeah, I conquered this and I figured out it was from this trauma. It's like, oh, let's go deeper. There's always like more to be done. There's always a deeper, deeper reason to why we are the way we are, why we act the way we act. Mm-hmm. you know, why we attract different people in our life. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So, and what I've learned, especially over this year, 2020 is just to be like gentle with myself and like, yeah, just to, like show myself grace and just not be so hard on myself. So 100%. Yeah. And especially as women, we're, all, we're like, uh, I need to be perfect. Uh, I need to do this right. Uh, it's like, fuck. <laughs> just calm down Shannon it's all gonna be okay just do your best that's all you can ask and do exactly be the you best know. person you can be treat other people with respect and exactly yeah. okay oh yeah and I know also like you're not alone with the whole anxiety thing with weed because there was a few times too for me in high school I smoked some weed and literally I thought I was going to die it was yeah and no one else was feeling this way I was just affected and I'm like what the hell is going on like so scary and I've heard too that like sometimes um weed can like what is it turn on like the schizophrenic gene or something if you have 100 percent. so which is actually quite scary to me so anything to do with doing mushrooms or any psychedelic you know (laughs) experience can definitely bring on some mental health issues which unfortunately definitely happened uh Definitely happened to me. <laughs> have you watched, um, have you heard of the Goop Lab? No. What okay. is that? My friend just told me about it, and it's um, a series on Netflix with Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. And there's like six episodes, so I just watched three of them last night, but the first one was about um, plant medicine, so like her okay. employees do like a, go to Jamaica and do mushrooms. And then the second one was Wim Hof, the cold dipping. Nice. And then the third yeah, one was, awesome. yeah, I just did one this morning in a, in the river. It was fucking dope. That's um, awesome. I know. I love yeah. going to the beach and doing that. Oh my God. Yeah. We should. And then the third one was about like self-pleasuring with women and stuff and like yoni gazing and things. So yeah. Anyways, it was me. Yeah. No, oh, just, no, yeah, it's on Netflix. The Goop. No way. G O O P. The Goop Lab. Super weird name, I'm gonna, but I'm 100 percent going to yeah watch that. it. Yeah, watch yeah. it. Um. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm glad that you found some answers for that. Um. And I'm just thinking back to when you stopped teaching. I was like, oh my god, I'm so sad. Like she's such a great instructor. But then you were like you started to build your YouTube channel and I was like, holy fuck, she's so cool. And I'm like, she gained so many followers. Like, how does she do it? Oh my God. Like talk about that because I feel like you went through such a transformation. You were like fitness and then you were like super into fashion and like influencer. So what inspired that part of your life? So I've always been, I've had a million I'm a creative person. Let's just say that. So my mind goes 600 miles an hour. I have so many ideas and yeah, so I 
one day kind of woke up and I was like, it's time to start my own YouTube channel. Um, please don't look at it, everyone. It is honestly the most <laughs> interesting thing in the entire world, but I keep them up because it just shows my growth and it's funny to look back at them. And um, honestly, I, I'm really thankful for starting a YouTube channel back then because I gained a following that has followed me through whatever I've done career-wise after that. So what I always think, okay, I know influencers, I don't want to say the word influencer, but, or people with a higher volume of followers do kind of get shit on their parade a lot for, you know, posting, uh, you know, irrelevant stuff and you're kind of superficial. Why are you living your life on the internet? Um, when you should be living your best life in person. My response to that and what I say to everybody is that I like to build a following so that no matter what I do in my life, no matter what path I go down, that I'll always have a group of people that will support whatever I'm doing. So for me, that was going from teaching yoga, I started to build my following to starting a YouTube channel and then I got sponsorships and yeah, so they followed me into that and then I gained more followers and then I started to microblade, which we could probably get into probably right about now. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of the big part of my life, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, other than my dog, of course, but yeah, so I pretty much what got me into microblading was I was 21 years old. I had only been a yoga instructor pretty much before. Um, I wanted to purchase my first home and I wasn't making obviously enough money as a yoga instructor and obviously doing YouTube to financially afford my condo. So I was looking into different, different career paths and I decided that microblading would be perfect for me. And for those of you that don't know what microblading is, it's a cosmetic tattoo artist. So I pretty much tattoo makeup on men and women's faces to up their confidence and to make them look absolutely beautiful. Um, You can wake up every day looking the best version of yourself. But yeah, so I have always been an artistic person. I've always liked kind of working for myself. Obviously you do as well, being a yoga instructor, owning your own business. Um, Once you work for yourself, it's pretty hard to work for for someone else Um, and not having the luxury of making your own schedule and being your own boss. So I've always been a super creative person, loved drawing, loved art, obviously loved makeup with my YouTube channel. And I kind of found this perfect little niche there that I can combine all my passions into one thing. And that was tattooing. Um, So I took the course and I absolutely fell in love with it. It kind of blew up because as I said, no matter what you do in life, if you kind of have a following, they'll, they'll kind of trickle in and that just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And it turned into something way more than I could have even imagined. It's been amazing. I don't even know, I don't know where I'd be without microblading right now. It, I go, I wake up every morning. I love my job. I'm so excited to go to work. Monday morning is not a drag for me. I'm so excited to see the people that work around me. I'm so excited to see all my clients. I've built such good relationships with so many of my clients and pretty much I'm just drawing all day and shooting the shit with my girlfriends and it's fun. So awesome. awesome. That's so awesome. I, I've always kind of wanted to get thingy-majiggied with it microbladed. There's just like some patches that I'm like, just like, I'd just rather not draw them in. You know what I mean? 100%. Um, so that's dope. With your um, company, so do you do it, you do it out of someone else's studio or you own your own studio or how does that work? I'm curious. So from. pretty much what it is, is there's one girl that owns the studio. However, we all have our own businesses in the studio. So it's pretty much like a bed rental. Um, and then you can, we all pretty much just pitch in for rent and have our own businesses and we all have our own clientele, but it's actually amazing that we could all be doing the exact same thing beside each other. And there's not an ounce of competition or like hatred towards each other. We actually 
like pump each other up and we inspire each other to kind of work harder and be better. And yeah, we're all busy. We all have our own style. So we're not competing. It's yeah, it's good. I love That's it. That's so cool. Like, yeah, like a sisterhood. That's amazing. It's a sisterhood 100%. So I, I would say that the girls I work with are like the closest people in my life right now because I see them for about 10 hours a day we see each other more than we see our husbands or wives or, you know what I mean? We, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're, we're with each other 24 seven and yeah, I'm definitely around a good group of girls. Yeah. And like, I was just going to say like people that you work with, yeah. Majority of your days you're spending with these people. So it's like, you might as well like them and you're the average of the five that you uh, hang out with. So, so the question is, did you buy your own condo or what? (laughs) I did. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I bought my own condo two years ago. Um, and then um, how old are you? I just turned 24. Like, and you're a home owner. Yeah. It's been, it's been good. Hard work definitely does pay off. What is your Mm -hmm. sign? I can't remember. Mine's a Taurus. Wow. Maybe it was more than two weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Time flies. I honestly have no idea what day it is. Don't know what month it is. Hardly know what year it is. (laughs) This year has been interesting to say the least. Oh yeah. So, so with that, like, um, this year, obviously COVID and shit shut down. How was that for your business and for your brow? And what did it lead you to? Talk about that. (laughs) Oh man, it has been a rough, rough, rough couple months to say the least. So we pretty much, I don't know, I didn't take it too seriously when I started hearing about it, like nobody did, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't expect this to, all this to happen, right? So we're like, I, I I couldn't have even imagined shutting my shop down a couple of months ago. And then when we got the go that we had to shut our shop down within the next 24 hours, I pretty much had to contact about 300 clients to tell them that their appointments have been on pause until further notice. So at first we were kind of thinking maybe two weeks and then it turned into a month and then it turned into two months. Um, I am a workaholic. I love being at work. I love my job so much and that's I've learned a lot about myself over the last couple months because I think I based my worth off of my work which is it's good and bad right it's a good and bad thing so the last couple months have definitely been a learning curve and finding out who I am without my job without money without my social surroundings without the friendships around me because obviously you can't see your friends and yeah I just took a step back and kind of realized and changed my perspective of what my self-worth was yeah (laughs) yeah I'm not gonna like COVID, the whole experience, I'm not going to lie. It was like one of the hardest two months of my life. Like it was such a transformational, it still is. I'm still learning. Um, but yeah, transformational, almost like rock bottom felt so alone. And then into like this rebirth. It's really interesting when everything is literally stripped away and you just have yourself. Literally you have nothing to distract you. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So w- w- with that, your shop shut down and then you're like, Hey, what the hell am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. No, you have to, you have to figure out what does make you happy other than going to, you know, cactus club and having drinks with your girlfriends. What makes you happy compared to going to work and feeling that satisfaction and people constantly telling you that you're great and you're doing great and you're, they love their eyebrows and they love what you're doing and you're so successful when that's all stripped away and you're sitting at home and you know, you have nothing to do and, and then depression and anxiety comes in and it's just you, you can't see your friends, you can't see your 
your family. My parents are a little bit older. They had me at 41. So obviously I didn't want to be around my 65 year old parents. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I also kind of was going through like a breakup at the beginning of COVID. So I feel fine to talk about it now because it was a long time coming. Respect the person with my entire being. Absolutely adore him. Um, we just kind of figured out that maybe we're not the right fit for each other. Um, we'll always have love and respect for each other. And I think we'll always be friends, but yeah, maybe not the, the right time for us to be together. And so also that hitting rock bottom is not having anybody around you. I mean, I had my dog, which was nice, but it's weird. It's a man. It's a weird time. It's a weird time to be alive, but I think this is, like you said, it's going to be a rebirth and we're all going to be better people from this. And I've learned so much about myself. Obviously you've learned some things about yourself. We, yeah, it's time to make a change and I'm excited. Honestly, I'm excited for it. It's good. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to talk about that for a second because going through a breakup during COVID, that was fucked (laughs) for me. Like, honestly, if you can get through a breakup during COVID, you can get through anything. (laughs) You are a superwoman. You could absolutely, I'm like, throw it at me. Give it to me. Like anything bad could happen now. And I'd be like, nothing. I can deal with it. I'm good. Oh my gosh. I am so proud of you. Like, fuck. And like, you're like, oh, I'm inspired by you. Like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm inspired by you. Like, while your work, work ethic, like, you already owned your shit. Like, good for you. And like, everybody's path is different, obviously. And just because maybe somebody might be listening to this and now they're wanting to compare, please don't compare because comparison literally kills all the joy. And you know what I mean? Like, society has this little linear line that we're all supposed to follow go to school get your grades buy the house get married you know all this stuff and sometimes that's for people and sometimes it's not but I do want to say like and if it it was for you on your journey and you're fucking loving it and like be proud of that because you're so young still like 24 Jesus Christ (laughs) yeah I want to actually add on to that about (laughs) comparing yourself to other people so as you said you feel like you had to go to school, get, you know, grad from school, get a great job, start a family. Um, As you said, that's not everybody's path. And just because my path seems great, I did get a little bit bullied in high school for not wanting to go to university and not being um, a bookworm and being book smart, right? I had my own kind of intelligence that at that age, people don't understand, which is, it's getting better for sure um, in society, but going to school, like even six years ago or seven years ago, when I was about, when all my friends were going to university and everybody's applying and I just always knew that I wasn't gonna go to university. It just wasn't my thing. School isn't my thing. I learn with my hands. I learn like very visually and yeah, I, I always knew I wanted to start my own thing. I didn't wanna fall under someone else's path or I don't want to be in someone else's path I want to start my own path and I didn't know exactly what that was going to be but I feel like when you believe in yourself so strongly that you can do anything you will do something right it's if you put the work in and if you actually it's almost like fake it till you make it right if you pretend like you're famous you're going to get famous kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome I don't know if that's a good good reference but you know, it's, no, it's, oh, it's, 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 if I was actually quite sad and I felt almost like bullied and put, put to the side by everyone because everyone was going off to university and everyone was having so much fun and I, that wasn't my path and, and I feel like people looked down upon me and then, yeah, but. Look at you now. Look at you now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but you know. You know well, I, I will. It, it works out no matter what path you take. It will work out for you in, if, you're, if you're putting the work in and if you're, if you're striving to, to accomplish your dreams. There's this quote 
follow your bliss um and i can't remember the rest of it. it's like follow your bliss and there will be doors when you thought there were only walls or something like along those 100%. lines i just butchered that but, <laughs> but it's true like let me tell you well just kidding i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's so true just like do what makes you happy who gives a fucking shit about anybody else it's your life live no, it sure. live it live it so now that I, I'm like, I want to talk to you about this. So was it COVID that inspired this nudes and beige line? Please talk about it. How did this come about? And yeah, pimp it out. <laughs> okay. So I was having a terribly tough time in COVID. I am go, 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 go. I don't stop. I have no chill. I have absolutely no chill. <laughs> Um, I have to be creating something. So at the beginning of COVID, I was making workout videos on my platforms, which I'm not, I mean, I guess I was a yoga and fitness instructor at one point. Um, I don't even have a fitness page, but I was throwing out fitness videos left, right, and center. I was throwing out little hauls and just trying to keep myself busy and sane and creating. So one day I woke up and I wanted to make my own t-shirt. I was like, let's, let's make something super cool. Um, it'll be fun. So I ordered some t-shirts. I ordered a, um, a t-shirt maker, like a t-shirt printer off Amazon. Cause I'm very, very, very compulsive. And when I have an idea, I have to order it and do everything that second. I can't sleep on anything. Um, it's a good thing and a bad thing being that compulsive, but it's, it's worked out in some areas of my life, which would be beige and nudes. So I made a couple t-shirts, sold them to my friends, and then honestly took some pictures in them, posted it up on Instagram, kind of hyped up the launch and launched it. And I actually was mind, mind blown at how successful it was. It was crazy. I didn't have nearly enough stock as I thought I would need. Um, the poor people on wait list, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> definitely have to wait a hot minute for me to make all their orders but yeah it's good I just hired my first employee uh she actually just left my house right now she's here every single day and I'm thankful that it's actually like one of my best friends that's working for me so it's nice that we get to spend every day together and yeah it's it's been good it's been crazy Oh my God, that's so cool. You have a fucking employee. Darby, dope. <laughs> yeah, so good. So I'm in charge of all the creative aspects. So I create all the designs and then I order everything. And then she was <laughs> one of my best friends that actually went to university and is good with the book side of it, which I'm not good with that kind of stuff at all. So she's answering all the emails, all the DMs, making all the orders, uh, putting everything together, and then pretty much shipping it out and getting everything ready for it to be sold. So I don't have to, thank goodness, deal with that side of it. I like the creative and fun aspect of it and taking pictures and, you know, modeling the clothes and telling people how you can wear the clothes and yeah, oh so God. I'm getting to enjoy the good aspect of owning a business. So cool. So what is like the, mm, uh, how do I say this? What is like the theme or what does Beige and Nude stand for? Like what's, what's the mission? Do you have one? Talk about what it represents to you. What Beige and Nude means to me and why I chose the name and what I want it to inspire people is to like love their body. So it's obviously beige and nudes. I don't know if you got that. So nudes like naked, 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 naked. Um, so I, I have a tattoo actually on my arm that is a naked woman and it's, a, it's her with flowers coming out of her head. I know super basic, but what that kind of represents to me is that no matter what size you are, no matter what shape you are, no matter um tall like small what color your skin is um i i just love men and obviously women but i'm mostly talking about women right now their naked body and just being able to stand there and feel confident and to feel beautiful and i i find something so 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 like 
just rewarding and like something so sexy about a confident woman being able to stand there naked, no matter what she looks like and just feel like empowered and beautiful. So what I wanted to like, everybody knows that my favorite color is beige. So that was the first word. And then nudes, I just want to empower women that, you know, it's, it's okay to be sexual and naked. And I feel like everybody's so sensitive these days and nobody wants to show on Instagram, like revealing photos or everybody's scared to even post a bathing suit picture or a little picture in their undies or whatever. It's, it's weird that we've, we're covering up what, like, the only thing we have, that's our temple. Like, why are we, why are we covering all this up? So I, I do want to, I do like to promote sexuality and that it's okay. It's like, it's okay. Ah, I don't even, I don't know. It's, it's okay to be human. It's okay to show your body. It's okay to be you. And yeah, it's, as long as you're healthy and you're happy, like, I don't know why it matters that we can't post naked or walk around naked or, you know? So I just want all my little slogans on my t-shirts are like in the nude or get naked and like pictures of like naked girls on the shirts. And it's, I don't want it to be like a trashy thing, but I want it to be more of like an empowering thing that, yeah, I love the human body and I want to show it off. That's awesome. So with your line, is it like, what kind of clothing are you offering now? And then when you say like nudes, like, is it more like risque or like what kind of clothing are you offering now? So there's a lot of clothes coming soon. So this is kind of, we're just dabbling in it right now. We're seeing what people like. We're kind of just keeping it simple right now. We have millions of things on its way, but obviously due to COVID and transportation issues, um, things are taking a little bit longer to get the samples of the clothing and to actually like try on the samples and then order it in bulk, right? So we're, it's taking a little longer than we thought, but they're coming. Uh, we're definitely going for, I don't know, just like more of a simplistic kind of look. And then I also paint. So I'm taking pictures of my paintings and then putting them on the shirts. So yeah, it's a little touch of me in there as well, which is kind of cool. Oh my gosh, I want one. What are you painting? Can you give us any like little details of something that you've painted? Well, I do like drawing and painting like a woman's body. Um, so I'm going to be... I have a bunch of paintings I've already painted and then I just take a picture of the painting and then bring it into like Photoshop, make sure all the colors are good. Um, everything's solid and then print it onto shirts. Sick. Yeah. I want one. I want to see it. Ah! Yeah. So I have a bunch coming up. So stay tuned. Follow beige and nudes on Instagram. Beige and nudes. Oh my gosh, Darby. I was so excited for you. Like, same. It's so dope. Like you are inspiring me. I'm like, fuck, what can I create? Like, let's go. Like, let's create stuff. You, you kill it. You, you know? absolutely kill it. I love everything you're doing. Oh, thanks, sis. Such an inspiring being. Oh, you too. Yeet! That's so great. So what is, what is next for Darby? Like, where do you see yourself in a couple of years? Where do you see Bayesian nudes? Where do you see your brow business? Just what's your vision? So within my five-year plan is to move to Bali part-time. <laughs> Same! <I know>. Oh! <laughs> Same! That or Costa Rica. My, oh my, yeah, my girlfriend owns some properties in Costa Rica and she loves it. I haven't been, but it's definitely Neither on my bucket list. I haven't been either, yeah. so I want to see what it's like first. I just feel, once you go to Bali, there's no turning back. I can't even travel anywhere else now because I love Bali so much. Like my soul half lives there. It's just, I get this weird feeling when I'm there of just like comfort. And it's just, it's so cool. If you haven't been, you need to go. It's the best place on earth. I definitely want to live there for at least two to four months out of the year. Those two to four months will 100% be in the winter. <laughs> yeah. Not much of a winter gap. 
Mm-hmm. Same. So I see myself moving there. Beijing Nudes, I'm hoping to grow it. We are working on a website right now because everything's kind of more local at the moment, locals only, but we're working on figuring out distribution to ship all around Canada and then probably the U.S. as well. So hopefully we'll be shipping all over the world by then, kind of building building our business. And then for brows, I will always be doing brows. I love brows with all my heart. Um, that's my main passion. I, I do, I do, do love my job. So I will be doing brows probably what the eight months of the year and then Bali four months and kind of, you know, you can keep their business going. It's not like lashes where you need to go every three weeks. You only have to really go for a yearly touch up once a year. So I can kind of, you know, fuck off whenever I want to. (laughs) (laughs) That's so dope. Um, and then yeah, of course. <laughs> I want babies. I want I want some babies and I want a hubby and hopefully I mean I don't I'm not in any rush, but I mean, hey, if you're out there. <laughs> hey, holla. <laughs> yep, yep. Can you keep up? This is a queen. So level the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? So, do you find do you find that that's hard? Um, being such a strong independent woman and kind of, you know like finding somebody that will support and not be kind of jealous of what you're doing, but support what you're doing and love you for, mm. do you find that that's a, a little oh, bit of an issue? Turning the, the tables and asking me a question. That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't been like too vocal with it, but I was before, like with my previous relationship, I was in it for four years and it was great at the time, like when I met him, it was perfect. And then of course, like you grow and evolve, obviously. (laughs) Well, you should be in my opinion anyways, if you're not growing, you're dying. And so I find it, I've always outgrown my partners, which is sad, but it is what it is. So it's just like, I changed a lot during the last four years. And one of them was um, not drinking anymore. And of course, that was a big part of our relationship. I'm so proud of you. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Um, that was a big part, though. Like, we would go out and party and, like, socialize with other people. And then, like, that just wasn't really a thing that I liked to do anymore. So it ended for a number of reasons. But one of the reasons, too, was I didn't feel fully supported in, like, what I was doing and we just had different, we had different values and different paths. And now like this year after just having coming out of like another relationship, I was with someone for a bit that I wasn't really vocal about. Cause I was still, it was still new and I was a little bit unsure and it was long distance, but it was amazing. And also like crazy triggering, like, uh, like just catapult me into like healing and digging deep and doing trauma work and all this stuff like a blessing in disguise um but yeah it was more so but like right now um what I want to work on and have a relationship is with myself getting to Mm -hmm. know Shannon because like majority of my 20s I was single for six months and in relationships the whole other time so I'm like yo it's time to date myself it's time to you know focus on what I want to do and what I want to create and the vibration that I will give out will attract who needs to come in you know what I mean so 100% that's my goal for the year as well yeah and I have a huge huge a list <laughs> and it's like nothing to do with uh like what you look like or anything it's all about your soul like are you kind do you support me um do you lift me up do we lift each other up more so do we challenge each other all these things the list has got like 80 things on it so <laughs> oh 100 the older you get the longer the list gets 100 <laughs> 100 yeah 100 um, did that way too often pardon I say 100% way too often. Oh, it's okay. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, before we end it, do you have like any advice for like young women or women in general who are like, I don't want to follow the, the crowd. Like I want to be an entrepreneur. Like, what do I do? How do I start? Like, do you have any inspiring words of advice for them? 
I would say that no matter how scary your dream is or what you, even if it's not your long-term dream, even if it's to start a tiny little bracelet company just at the moment, don't let fear stop you from doing what you want. Because I think that's why I've done what I've done and why I've been successful in the businesses I've opened is because I haven't really had fear. Um, I know that's easier said than done because that's one of my personality traits is that I'm compulsive and I, I just go for it and I leap into it without kind of weighing out the pros and cons. I kind of just <laughs> jump right in, right into the deep end. Um, but I try to not let fear of, you know, people hating your company or maybe it won't be successful or what if I get way too much stock and I can't sell it. Um, obviously if it's a financial problem, then yes, of course, look into it. But if it's fear and what other people, your fear of what other people are going to think, try to let that go, dive into it, um, and just work your bum off. You know, good things happen to people that are patient and who work hard and just stay humble and work your ass off. Don't let fear stop you. That's a great, great, great advice. Yeah. Um, don't let fear stop you. And something that I, I remember from our yoga teacher training that our teachers taught us is you're not going to be for everyone. Some people are not going to like you or go to your classes and you just have to stay true to yourself and not be anybody else. I, I love that. That's, that's so, that's so important, especially these days and age when we have social media and we have people constantly, uh, man, I get so many hateful DMs. It's terrible. But, really? You know, you just have Oh, of course. Whenever, whenever you start to get a little bit of a following, you have you have to have haters. If you don't have any haters, I don't know what you're doing. You're doing something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. that's so true. I had a girlfriend too, actually, who uh, she had um, a fake account made about from her, and I'm like, you know, you've made it when people are making fucking fake accounts of you. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, flattering, flattering. Yeah. That's yeah, but there's always gonna, yeah, you're not everybody's cup of tea. That's fine. Just if you're enjoying what you're doing and if you love what you're doing, then that's all that matters. It doesn't really matter what other people, what other people think. There's always going to be a little crowd of people that support you. And no matter what your niche is or what you're creating, somebody will always be following it. That's so true and amazing. Darby pimp yourself out where can people find you share your instagram handles <laughs> oh honestly i only pretty much have my my instagram it's darby whiting and then actually i guess i'll i'll say my browse by darby instagram which is my microblading account and then we have bayesian nudes which is at bayesian nudes on instagram and then yeah that's that's pretty much it Woo! those are the three I'm so excited for the rest of the year for you and what you're going to create and thank you for sharing your wisdom and time with me today and spreading your light and I just yeah look forward to what's to come thank you for being a boss babe and inspiring me thank you I'm honestly I'm so I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy to be on your podcast and thank you for inviting me I really appreciate it babe you're welcome. Namaste, sister. Namaste, babe. <laughs>